1: Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are honored to have you with us today. And I'm so excited to share with you our guest, Anahata Ananda. Now, she is a certified high-performance coach, a shamanic healer, and soul guide. And she has actually guided thousands of individuals through spiritual awakening, healing journeys, core life shifts, and to help them uh, not only turn their life around, but to really manifest the life of their dreams and she is the host of the internationally acclaimed shamanic Healing Podcast and the founder of Shamanic Healing based in Sedona, Arizona, where she offers high-performance coaching, inspirational workshops, group retreats, private healing sessions, and online courses, and much, much more. So Rise Up For You and enjoy this episode with Anahata Ananda. Well, welcome Anahata to our Rise Up For You Podcast.
2: Oh, it has been a long time coming, sister. Our (laughs) paths have been crisscrossing, and it's an honor to weave with your magic, your medicine, your beauty, and your radiance.
1: And So I know we're going to have a deep chat. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much. I know I've I've been looking forward to our our connecting and our conversation, and I know uh, it's going to be magic. So let's dive right in. We always love our guests to share with our audience who you are, what you do, and the journey that led you here today.
2: You know, uh, I think it was really the beginning uh, was my own dark night of the soul, mm-hmm. and I I think that that began at around like the the first inklings of it was around twelve when I started, you know, when I felt like I had an understanding of what was right and wrong, but none of the adults were following that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: how that happens (laughs) you're lying
2: you're drinking you're smoking you're cheating you're and it was really confusing for me as a kid kind of at a deep soul level knowing wait I don't think this is right and to fit in to be accepted to um to be safe uh and and you know because I started pushing back against that saying, Hey, this isn't right. You know, this isn't how it goes. And there was so much pushback that I think that that at 12 was at the beginning of me turning down my light, mm-hmm. uh, realizing, well, if everybody you know, does this, I guess I'll start doing this is if this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. If this is the matrix, I, I guess I'll just figure out how to play the game. So I think that that was the beginning of, um, navigating away from my soul's truth and from my inner radiance And so this is why I love this rise up Mm -hmm. theme, And I I use this a lot with my women's empowerment, my empowerment and awakening weekends is that rise, rise back into the person you came here to be. Rise into that person that is your authentic truth and not be afraid to shine and be different and, and be you. And so going fast forward into life and kind of following the breadcrumbs of everybody else hey here's what you're supposed to do here's how life's supposed to go you're supposed to go to college and get married and have the kids and you know have the career and do all of that and I had all of that and and I'm like yeah but this is empty mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I mean it was beautiful I, 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 my, my kids are amazing and and, and yet the work that I was doing wasn't nourishing my soul. It was lining the pockets of, of some partners that mm. I didn't actually really respect, do you know, yeah. in business. <laughs> and, yeah. um, I didn't really have the tools of how to navigate a healthy relationship as as I was in a, in a marriage and, and we had twins and the financial challenges of paying a mortgage and trying to manage it all without a lot of support just kind of really deeply uh, amplified the cracks in the foundation of our relationship, which would have a lot to do with, I I didn't have the tools to navigate these challenges consciously and, and or, or communicate without judgment or blame or, to face a situation without sedating or ignoring. Mm. And so those kind of unresolved issues and and not dealing with the challenges from, from childhood, which we all have in different, in different ways, Mm. um, not having the resources to to kind of clear out the density and heal the wounds as well as um, forgive and honor my inner child's truest, um, nature and her freedom and her playfulness but also where she felt alone abandoned rejected and hurt mm-hmm. I, I didn't have the tools to to honor her and where there was grief there was no space to know how to process grief so I found myself you know into my 30s ill-equipped <laughs> <You> <laughs> know, Just <laughs> the, the little medicine bag of, of small tools most of them broken um, oh. or didn't fit weren't mine or the wrong ones uh, woefully short of what was required to live a thriving, empowered, uh, happy life. Um, mm-hmm. and so that propelled me into uh, shamanic healing because I, I was trying traditional approaches, which were falling short of providing solutions and sustainable answers for me. They were going very shallow and I needed to get at the core issues and, mm-hmm.
1: When and you say he- when you say healing, you are you talking was it more like a therapy situation you were in or um that type of stuff was it physical healing, emotional healing, a little bit of everything? Oh, that's a
2: great question. Um I was trying uh, we were, uh, like counseling.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, c- kind of therapy and and counseling and marriage counseling and personal counseling and just for for me and what I was going through that just wasn't a fit. It it, mm-hmm. it just seemed to in my situation and and it maybe it was the counselor the situations that I was in, it was just, we were talking about the very tip of the iceberg and I, I was like, can we go deeper than this? Um, (laughs) and, uh, the shamanic path, like a shamanic healer healer that a friend of mine introduced me to in LA, um, at the time was, went way deep. And I was like, yes, finally, Mm. I didn't really know what I was looking for. I just knew that the shallow end wasn't going to get me anywhere. Um, in enough time um and perhaps my impatience was a fabulous catalyst (laughs) (laughs) you know to go searching for something that went deeper and that was a little bit more time effective uh because Mm. i wanted answers i wanted change and i wanted shift quicker and the shamanic path uh, the emotional clearing there got at rage grief Mm. resentment um and Insecurity and abandonment and and a, lo- a lot of issues that I really didn't hadn't had addressed. So I fell in love with that path because I'm like, there's truth here, there's liberation, there's freedom, there's healing on the other side of it. Right.
0: right. And
2: I started adding to the shamanic, emotional clearing path, meditation and empowerment and personal development and chakra balancing and and mm-hmm. yoga and cleansing and fasting. And I just kind of went went full hungry mode on all kinds of different modalities and concepts that all began to intersect to really provide body, mind, and soul integration. Mm. And it wasn't just one tool or one book. It was all of it um, integrating. And that's what became my healing practice. shamanic healing is this blending of modalities uh, so that I could... Mm turn around and pay, pay it forward to provide resources that I wish I would have had at that time.
1: Right. Right. So let's go a little bit deeper into the shamanic healing and what you've kind of what you've developed out of that, What you, how you grew, right. And like you said, dug deep, peeled back the layers, saw the underlying um, cause and what was going on. Um, is that what shamanic healing basically does?
2: Well, uh, that's a great, question. I appreciate that. You know, the, the shamanic path, you know, like a shamanic ceremony or a shamanic Mm. journey, and there's Mm -hmm. many variations and there's many types is meant to take you to your edge. It's meant to go into the dark night.
0: Mm. It's meant
2: to look at the shadow and shine a light on it. And this is where most of us, when it starts to get uncomfortable, we go to our usual responses, run, hide, Mm. sedate, blame ignore distract
1: Mm -hmm, those tend mm -hmm. to be
2: where we'd rather go
1: Mm -hmm, absolutely
2: (laughs) um, and and i've been there too i've done all of those i'm 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 masterful at all of those four forms of avoidance of saying i don't want to go there i don't want to feel it i don't want to look at it i'm too scared i i I, it's no and and the shaman the shaman you know part of that path is to guide into the darkness to see the light To face your fears and to come out on the other side, no longer trapped and shackled by density, fear, or limitations, or a wound from the past, but to go into the darkness and understand what is the lesson here? Where can I access forgiveness? What am I learning so that I don't repeat this? Mm -hmm. And where am I going to reclaim my power from where that experience where I, I lost my power, I lost my innocence, or I lost my voice, mm. or my sense of safety or support. And each of us, you know, our wounds have different characteristics. And so the lessons, the teachings, the cast of characters that play the villain in our life we create a different classroom, a different experience. And so I just found it fascinating, and I continue to find it fascinating how. Different conditions, different traumas, different experiences will correlate to different patterns later in life. Whether that is uh, medical challenges, whether that is codependent relationships, mm-hmm. whether that is I stay small, I play small, and I am, and I, I don't my I, I don't seem to have a problem with other people leading me because I've given my voice away and. I, I'd rather just follow there's, there's so many different patterns and this fascinates me. And after seeing thousands and thousands and thousands of clients over two decades, I have this arsenal of correlations between a trauma and experience and an outcome and where something is likely to be repeating mm. and, or a limiting belief that is associated with, um, immune system disease or cancers or um, betrayal in relationships or mm-hmm. addiction patterns. And I just yeah. have a blast correlating all of those and um, dissecting it in myself and also diving into the intricacies of another's matrix of, of their story and how it is creating distortions um, in their health, their relationships, their self-talk, mm-hmm. and what they think is possible.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, so, absolutely.
2: Uh, I, I, I'm just fascinated and, and love this. I found my soul's mission for sure.
1: <laughs> no, it sounds that your enthusiasm and passion just, just exudes out of everything that you're saying. <laughs> and I love, it. I love the work and I love, um, uh, yeah, just, just those deeper, uh, just conversations to start with and then going into, okay, what is the underlying root cause? You know, the, the, the work of people like Candace Perth and Joe Dispenza and Bruce Lipton. And yes. now, now we know how connected the body and the mind is and how, uh, judgment and, and lack of forgiveness lives in the fascia of the body and it's going to cause a constriction, right? So how it's all interconnected. And sometimes people want to compartmentalize, right? Like, okay, this is over here. Okay, this particular thing happened to me. I'm over it. Or this is here. But they don't understand that underlying root that can just uh, cause that restriction and lack of expansion, right? right?
2: And it's all connected. Yeah. And so um, I just call the the, the classroom of (laughs) when a thing happened, a thing. You know, that thing could be a big trauma. It could Mm -hmm. be a heartbreak. It could be a... a physical challenge, whatever an abuse, an addiction, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, a death, a disease, you know, whatever that is, it's the classroom saying, "Hey, you've wandered off path, or you've forgotten who you are, or you'll need this tool as we as we dream and grow, and we want to go to the next level, say, of our relationships. We want to go to the next level of of our potential, and we start." Pushing against the ceiling of possibilities, mm-hmm. we are going to meet where in the basement lives the limitation.
1: Mm, yeah,
2: and so if I want to go and manifest more prosperity, well, then I'm going to have to face. The, the issues that are in the basement around lack and unworthiness mm. and hustle and force and I have to work hard and all of those beliefs or traumas or experiences that have allowed me to only go so far with a ceiling mm.
0: can't seem to
2: go past that Um and,
1: and, for and me, that is
2: the classroom then to say, yeah. hey, how come I'm having these abundance issues or how come I'm having these health issues or how come I keep dating the jerk or the <laughs> psycho or, you know, the drama queen, whatever. Right. So, like, why does this pattern keep repeating? And that's where the invitation, the classroom is inviting us to look over and over and over again at what is underneath the surface. What mm-hmm. is the belief? Where is the heart still having layers and layers or walls and walls of, of, of resentment and protection around it because of that thing at three or eight and um, or that happened yesterday mm-hmm. that hasn't yet been released and replaced with you know come back to fullness and come back to alignment yeah and and it's a journey. You know, it's not just, oh, we take a pill and that depression <laughs> right? is gone because the depression has emotional intelligence. Yes. It's showing up because uh, something's not quite right. We're probably in the wrong career in the wrong relationship for the wrong time, doing doing the wrong thing for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. Hence, depression is a, is a consequence of that, as an example. It's not necessarily that there's something wrong with me or the chemistry, but it, it is created out of of I'm doing this for somebody else and it actually doesn't fit me Mm -hmm. or it's this particular job or relationship or path has long past its expiration date. So the discomfort or the depression or the chaos or the pain is because I'm not honoring that I'm growing, but I'm holding on to a smaller pair of shoes.
1: (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Yeah. And I love your analogy of the classroom. I just, it is such a classroom, right? It's, it's. You know, I always say there's really no win or lose. It's win or learn. Like the top coaches, top performers <laughs> in the world, they believe you know, you either win or you learn. It's not failure. It's research. Like what is going on? Where is, you know, or where are these patterns emerging all the time? Right. Or because so much of it lives subconsciously that until you on un- Unpack it all, right, and really get down to that level of oh, okay, this is why this keeps showing up. This is what, right? right? So that's that's the deeper work to get to that to see. Okay, now we get what it is. Let's go and clear it out because it's not true anyway, right? (laughs) Right, you know, it's
2: you know, like back to the classroom. (laughs) We're we're all getting just like when we did as kids and we're in you know in school. We're getting a grade back on our test (laughs) and life is giving us a grade back Mm -hmm. on our test. We're tested all day long in so many different ways. Like when the body's tired, it's a test. Well, are you just going to jolt it with caffeine or are you actually going to honor that maybe it needs rest? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. there's relationship conflict and we keep bickering. So I'm getting the test back that I'm getting a C or a D in my relationship communication test. (laughs) Maybe we need a different tool. Maybe we need to address that. You know that thing we've both been avoiding talking about. That night we said and did things that were really, really hurtful, and mm-hmm. we never healed it. So I might be getting some uh, 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 a test back that is saying, you, you know, here's a C or it's average or F, it's a fail. And anytime I remember when I was, you know, initially I was homeschooling my kids, and I said every test is going to give you information. Did you get the material? Did you study? Did you apply it properly? Did you read the question too quickly and you thought, yeah, 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 I know it, it's B, without Mm. taking the time to be do I really know this? Did I really practice it in the homework? And so we're all experiencing tests in our classroom. It's just whether or not we're going to blame somebody else for the D on our test.
1: (laughs) Right.
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, it's the teacher's fault that gave me that question that I didn't know the answer to. Right. I'm just going to pretend like I didn't get a D and I'm going to ignore it back to ignore, sedate, blame, yeah. distract. And the, the, the test only gets louder mm-hmm. and bigger and the consequences just start raising in their stakes. Yeah. And so yeah. we can, we might be able to ignore a D or whatever in our health for a little while, but then it's, then the wake up call gets bigger and bigger it says, mm-hmm. wow, if you need your physical body to do your job, what if we can't do the job anymore?
1: Mm, yeah, um, if yeah.
2: you need your physical health to be of service or to be a parent, what if you're now not able to do that anymore? So what will it take for you to get to pay attention? Right. And here comes the wake-up call. To the fact that there has been some, some ignoring or avoiding of, of tending to The feedback that we're getting from our relationships, from our body, from the divine, from our bank account, that something's not quite right.
1: Mm, Right, right. So much is coming up in what we're talking about. between. (laughs) Ah, So much is coming up in terms of like trusting your intuition, like going inside and listening. There's no outside force is going to make you happy, right? Or be the solution necessarily. It comes from within first. Also, this, this idea of personal responsibility, like you said, taking that harsh look in the mirror sometimes and okay, I'm responsible for the results of my life, right? How can I shift it? Because I know you're also a high-performance coach. So it's wonderful because I feel it's this great blending of, right? Because when people hear high-performance coach, they think it's about the grind and productivity and all of this. But yet none of that's going to work if there's all this underlying stuff in the basement, like you say, right? So how do you kind of blend those two?
2: I am an integrationalist. Mm. (laughs) I finally, when I was in high school, I, you know, I played volleyball. I was also on student council and I, you know, studied, but I wasn't great. I wasn't going to be valedictorian or the star player or, you know, I, I do it all and I, I thrive in the integration of these pieces. And this is where shamangelic healing. And when somebody comes to my healing practice we're going to look at all of those pieces. Mm-hmm. What is going on with your health? What is going on with your finances? What is going on with your relationships? What is going on with your heart? Where is there estrangement? What What are the stories of the wounds? And I'm going to follow those, those, the, the breadcrumbs uh, to the original source right. and, and look at where, like what you said with high performance coaching, sometimes, sometimes when we get the feedback on, our test, let's say it's a C, it's like, maybe I don't actually understand it, or I don't have the tool. I haven't been taught how to get an A in this area. I actually don't have the tool. Mm -hmm. I I haven't, I haven't learned what it takes to do better with health, because if I'm having health problems, I can't heal in the environment that created the disease. And so I might need to change something about my sleep patterns. I might be to change something about my diet. I might need to shift the, the environment. I might be in an unhealthy environment. And so a lot of that, One of you know, some of the things it is like with elite performance or coaching somebody, it's like, where, where do you need the tool
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get
2: from a C to an A or a five out of, you know, on a scale of one to 10, I always assess with all of my clients, you know, where are you on a scale of one to 10 in all of these areas? Right. So that we can take a closer look at why is there a three there?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. And are you
2: satisfied with any seven anywhere mm-hmm. out of 10? And so it could be that I just am working with an outdated tool. It could be just that I don't even know that I'm doing this, so it could be an awareness issue. It could be that I don't have the tool. It might be I have to let go of something so that I can reach for something else. It might be a courageous, bold mood. I have to. I might have to break a pattern mm-hmm. of addiction or a circle of people that aren't nourishing who I'm becoming, but they're feeding who I was.
1: Right, nice. and so
2: that keeps me in a past smaller version of myself.
1: Yeah. in the comfort zone, right. Keeps you, keeps you safe, keeps you comfortable, even though it's not where you want to be, but it, right. Absolutely. So we get to
2: check where am I still seeking validation from uh, a partner? Uh, You know, one of my clients just yesterday was, was, is a dancer and she's just, she's a professional dancer. And she goes, I I love, dancing it is my heart it is my medicine it's my church it's mm. my passion i'm all about it and she goes but it will never satisfy my grandmother's dream you know because <laughs> it's not she thinks it's ridiculous and mm. and and uh you know for her to go to the next level of her dancing and and self acceptance and to be able to nail those parts she's going to have to have the confidence that isn't pandering to judges Mm. or to pandering to anyone outside of her, but just this is how I dance. And that vibe, that confidence will land in the right place. It won't be a fit for everything, but it's whether or not it's a fit for ourselves. Like, am I really deeply honoring who I am? And I have, have I unshackled yet myself of, of being, Uh, constricted, limited and guided by the judgments and expectations of others. Have I released that shackle yet? And Mm. so many of us are well, well into our adulthood, maybe even you know uh, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s still like my mommy won't like that. Right. Or my dad is going to be upset if I make that choice. You're like, okay, well, you're 48 now, right. you
1: know? <laughs> right. It's like... And, and, whose life are you living? Yeah, <laughs> it's the honoring of who you are, no matter what anybody else's expectations or, well, you know, the haters online are saying or whatever the case may be, right? But we do live in the world of lots of parasitists lots of, you know, judgment now more than ever, right? Someone across the world can place a judgment on you, you know, and it's, you're right. So it's like,
2: that's a big, that's a big part of the healing and the liberation empowerment and rising up is like, I've got to shed being held back by other people's opinions. Yes, And, and that, that there's, you know, or being the, the perpetual accommodator of, <laughs> of appeasing everybody or taking care of everybody else's needs at the expense of self yeah. and you know not honoring self and that's you know a part of the transformation journey is to really free yourself from those shackles yeah and be at peace with who you are—the wacky, weirdo, ballsy, far-out, different, you know, kook that you are. Because right. that's that's what we want. That's who right. you came here to be. Is and 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 your gifts will come through owning that. Absolutely. Otherwise, you're trying to fit into a box or trying to be like a, like a rose doesn't look at a daisy and go, yeah, well. <laughs> You know, I'm not,
1: I'm, that not pretty. That. I'm not that yellow color. <laughs> right. And so,
2: like, comparisonitis, mm-hmm. same thing of am I, am I really owning who I am and
1: yeah.
2: celebrating? And that's going to be a big part of the rising and the empowerment piece is to reclaim those parts we gave away just to fit in.
1: Absolutely. Or be, accepted or be loved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that is a. Good place to segue into our power section that it was so awesome. Love that. I <laughs> love that conversation. Love it. Um, okay. So now we love for uh, you to share with our audience um, one book that maybe has had a massive impact on you.
2: You know, I really am digging and, and have I'm on the third read of the Joe Dispenza work on Becoming Supernatural. Yeah, Because I believe that is remembering a coming home to our unlimited ability to manifest our fullest potential and continue to crack and dissolve those uh, human imposed limitations on our fullest potential. And so I'm really enjoying the rewiring that's happening there. I followed his work for many years. And that one in particular is is really juicy. Yeah. um, I and agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's be superhuman. Let's, let's rise. Be- let's rise up to like our supernatural <laughs> yeah, abilities. Exactly. And, and with what's happening on the planet, honestly, we're going to need superhumans to be, you know, leading the new paradigm and building the new paradigm and um, advocating for a healthier orientation to the planet. So I think that that you know, tapping our fullest potentials. Um, Exciting to me. It's
1: all part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. How about one quote that you live by?
2: You know what? It was, this is, it's actually a poem. And I can't even remember a knock, 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 (laughs) knock, I swear. (laughs) But this was at that time of 12 when I started kind of going into my own shadow and losing my light. And I came across this little poem and it said, no deep darkness in the world can overcome the light. A single candle flame will burn against the darkest night. Let all the world of darkness come—resentments, envies, and fears—and light the single flame of love, and the darkness disappears. Mm. And um, that kept me from going completely into the darkness when I was twelve. Mm. And it was it, that little quote. It was—it's an anonymous poem, but it stayed with me now forty years.
1: Wow, it's beautiful. And, uh,
2: like I say, I can't even remember a knock-knock joke <laughs> that landed as truth for me. So that's you know one of my favorite. That's night nights.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Um, if you could leave the world with one final message, like one golden nugget, what would it be?
2: <laughs> I love this: live, love, laugh, learn, and let go. I, I think that. Um, All of those are anecdotes and have multiple layers to live all, like live to the fullest, love all the way in, you know, uh, learn, Mm -hmm. like keep growing, laugh, laugh at yourself primarily, laugh at at life, um, be the playful inner child, love deeply, and, you know, and let go. we can't control it all and there will become a time when we've done our part and we bow, we curtsy, and we say, (laughs) you guys take it from here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Um,
2: Yeah, so I like that one.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Well, before we um, end with our last question, how can we find you and support you?
2: Yes, well, (laughs) I want to give your audience a free gift because, you know, along the lines of the Joe Dispenza work and manifesting your fullest potential as we talked about, you know, the, the limiting beliefs and rewiring that in the brain mm-hmm. i use a quantum visualization so i'd love to give that to your audience for free Fantastic. a free guided quantum visualization audio okay. and so that's for free and also um 20% off on balancing the feminine and masculine within so that we can find the femininity and the intuition and the flexibility and the sensitivity and pair that in the heart with empowerment and confidence and courage and integrity. Mm. And so we'll we'll give for your audience 20% off. You can find me uh, at shamanjelichealing.com. I run the Shamanjelic Healing Center here in Sedona. So if you need some in-person sessions Um, You're going through a challenge or a birth or a deep core healing. That's my passion to do work one-on-one. There's all kinds of online courses and online coaching and, and all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm working right now on a very juicy goddess retreat down in the tropics in the Caribbean. So that will be um, coming soon. There's a spring equinox retreat an empowerment and awakening weekend happening in here. So go check the website for upcoming events. If you need a little retreat getaway and need to feed your, your body, mind and soul mm. here in the sacred vortexes of Sedona. And then I'm on Instagram uh, at, on a, at Anahata Ananda. Always. Oh, and that podcast. Oh, I'm going to have you on my podcast too.
1: Fantastic. I'm so excited
2: to have you as a guest for sure. Yeah. We'll definitely have you on the show. And that is the Shamanic Healing Podcast with Anahata. And so... There's inspiring conversations like this about Mm -hmm. real life issues. So definitely go check out the podcast and we'll book you in to have you on the show.
1: Perfect. Can't wait. Very excited about that. Thank you. Okay. Last question. Mm -hmm. As you know, we are rise up for you. So when you hear that phrase, what does it mean to you?
2: Shine, shine,
1: shine. Mm -hmm.
2: And, that means to rise out of the darkness, as, rise out of the limitations, rise out of the the victim, ride, rise out of the "I can't." Into I, your shine is is your shine is what you're rising into. Your personal power and your light, your love, like shine, let it shine. That's what you're here for. It's what you're seeking anyway. Absolutely. And I love that you've called your podcast that because it is rising up um, out of what isn't, out of the ashes Mm -hmm. and into the light, like let's get these wings on board and (laughs) uh, start taking flight here as earth angels that we are. And um, I want to just take a moment really to deeply honor you as another soul sister and uh, who is deeply doing the work. I really appreciate the role that you're playing, not only with individuals, but with, with families and with, with companies, with men, with women. Thank you for rising into your power and your authenticity and being a leader, an icon, a light um, for others to follow as you rise and shine your beauty. I'm, I'm really honored and, and grateful and just wanted to take some time to acknowledge you and what you've done to get
1: here. Thank you so, so much. (laughs) Obviously don't have the words to uh, show my gratitude and appreciation. And I know our audience got so much out of this interview and thank you for the work you're doing in the world because it is so needed and, uh, and it's absolutely beautiful. So thank you for being with us today. And I know this conversation will continue.
2: For sure. Let's go (laughs) forth and shine.
0: Thank you for joining us today on the rise up for you podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already head over to our website, riseupforyou.com and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.